That's right, we are back, people. We did have a week off there to recharge the batteries, as you do every now and again. But we are back. This is Talking Nuts, a Peanuts podcast. We are the number one most loved Peanuts-based comic strip podcast coming to you from the south of England. That's right, I am 50% of your host, The Chief. Joined across on the airwaves is Parky. How are you? Very good, Chief. Um, feel better knowing that we are, we've are. we reached that number one spot um, of the South East or the South of England Peanuts yes. podcast. Hard you fought. Know, it, it's hard fought. It's a tough ground. It's, you know, it's a competitive market out there. There's a lot, sure there's a lot, there's a lot of us talking about Peanuts. Yes. Now, <laughs> listen, you, you've been away. You've been on holiday. I have, yeah. So I've got to apologise for the for the week off that we took. Um, that was my fault. Yeah, I've just been, I've just been uh, down. Oh, in, I've just built coffee all over my keyboard. <laughs> Love. Is I mean, it, is, the only upside there is it's peanuts coffee is um, is it the the macbook keyboard or is it like an ancillary keyboard it's the macbook keyboard oh mate but it is the peanuts based coffee so it's probably going to improve the uh efficiency of the keyboard wow so that means we could move up to number one in like peanuts England power. of the peanuts podcasts oh I tell you what I should do we'll is not drink the coffee over the keyboard. Anyway, carry on, please. <laughs> so yeah, I was in Italy. Um, I was I was snowboarding. I was with my uh, you know he likes to be called. I found out like because he he um, he's a, an avid listener of our show. Right. My, my 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 friend Fraser, but he doesn't like to be described as my homie or my mate. He likes to be described. He says, "Can I be described as?" A friend of the show so I've now yeah. got to describe him as a friend of the show so I stayed out with him he was out living in in Italy for five weeks uh very lucky um and but like managed to you know kip on his kip on the floor for a week which kind of kept the cost down right and um so you know this part of this part of Italy is beautiful it's this it's um it's like the it's the eastern side of the Alps called they're called the Dolomites and they are they're kind of like they're kind of like a lot of jagged peaks and things like that. Famous because Cliffhanger was filmed there. You know the right. um, the Sly Stallone yep. uh, rock climbing movie. We did watch it while we were out there. Lost interest after about fifteen minutes, if I'm honest. Okay. Anyway, but it is a beautiful. I mean, the landscape's beautiful. Fraser, friend of the show, um, he's uh, he's bought me like you know a wee peanuts coffee mug before. Oh yes, I remember. Um, but he is you know Fraser's a, a man who is is an outdoorsy man. He likes to snowboard at high speeds. He likes to climb up high mountains. But drink, he eats smooth peanut butter, Chief. Well, <laughs> now then, Fraser, friend of the show. Ooh, smooth peanut butter. Soon to I, be I, non-friend of the show. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. No, no. Now listen, yeah, yeah. I will I will have peanut butter in a pinch. If you've got no peanut butter in the house except smooth, then yeah. okay, fine. But yeah. given a choice, no rational human being chooses smooth. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree. No so, rational choose. No rational human being chooses no peanut butter over peanut butter. No, and no rational human being chooses smooth over chunky. Yeah. So my my recommendation for Fraser, friend of the show, is a quick trip to the therapist. There, that will uh, iron that out for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. I think Fraser, friend of the show, will probably probably benefit from that. Get some chunks down in. He'll appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, for yeah, sure, for sure. Yeah. All right. Okay. Cool. Good. Good. Right. Good. <laughs> and how's your week been? Uh, well, not ideal. I'm going to send you a picture, Parky. I'm going to send you a picture. Oh. It's what happened yesterday. It's what happened yesterday. Um... God, I tell him I'm getting old. I'm having that. It's my birthday as well, like in, in the last last week. I'm telling him I'm getting old. Oh, was it? Up... Happy birthday. Thanks, mate. Did I, I send up... you a message? No, I didn't. You, you did. I did. I think you did. Yeah, yeah you did. Yeah. Um, and I, I now pick up the phone, and as soon as I pick up the phone, I have to hold it like an extra six inches away from my face. Yeah, I do it. Oh, Chief, what's happened here? Well, I painted the kid's bedroom a couple of weeks ago, weekends ago. Well, you didn't. You painted the steps outside your house by the looks of it. And then yesterday I was taking the pretty much full pot of emulsion outside and dropped it down the outside steps of the house. And yeah. then I thought, let's attach that. Let's scoop up as much as we can of this white <laughs> paint, which has gone down these terracotta tiled steps. And I scooped up as much as I could. Attached the hose, no outside tap, attached the hose to the tap in the kitchen. And because we had had the new kitchen done just before Christmas, we haven't had any cause to attach the, the hose to it over winter. But I realised after turning the tap on and then spraying for about five seconds, there was no water coming out of the hose because <laughs> the connector had completely detached from the tap. 
or, or no, not completely detached, half detached. So now water was spraying all over the kitchen. <laughs> so we got rid of that. Then we just had to, then Mrs. Chief had to basically fill up buckets of water and pour it down the steps. Yeah. Uh, there's a video here, I think. Which, which so probably just, spread, spread the paint. Spread the paint, yeah. As you, I got a brush. Now watch that video. It's only about uh, 15 seconds. Right. And so good, she started. Radio. She started. I'll put these up on social media. I never do when I say that. Uh, but I'm going to make a note to actually do it this time. Go and check out uh, Talking Nut, uh, Talking Peanuts on Instagram because I will post these pictures up. Are you in yeah. socks there, Chief? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you're in socks, cleaning yeah. paint off your steps. Yep, you got it. And love it, love it. that basically just um, yeah spread the paint all down the the. Um, the path and then uh, when i i didn't realize that the hose had paint all over it as well and then i threw the hose from the top of the stairs into the into the garden and then paint got all on the on the on the grass on the turf yeah and oh mate yeah so then i washed all this paint down and then it went down the path over the curb onto the road where the neighbor's car was parked so they got white tires now uh, white wall tires. <laughs> I don't think they wanted them. It ain't, they it ain't the nineteen fifties in the US of A. They used to be cool on the bike as well. Eh? They white used to white wall walls. Yeah, 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 oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that was effectively my yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Um, Unemployment's keeping you busy, mate. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Um, so what else? Something else happened bad as well, but I think I've blanked it out. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I, yeah. I, I think with the original paint on the steps, and if, we, if the readers can watch the cds on instagram or, or one of our social channels i think you could have done possibly like a wee banksy sort of style installation with the paint <laughs> on the side and incorporated that into some sort of stencil i don't know i don't know next what time it would be. next time next time next time you drop paint i, I, I yeah. believe there will be a next time as well, <laughs> yeah you should believe it because that will happen <laughs> oh, uh, oh mate. anyway anyway um, yeah I, I got a snack for the show parky good good tell us about it i'll send you a picture Peanut snacks for the show, gonna eat some peanut snacks. Peanut snacks for the show, gonna eat some peanut snacks. Oh yeah, peanut snacks on the peanut show, gonna peanut show with the peanut snacks right now. Uh, because this is where friend of the show Fraser's coming back into the conversation. Love friend of the show Fraser. Yes, oh, he's I, gonna be well happy with this. I got myself a Trek bar. Trek. Protein flapjack peanut butter, nine grams protein plant sorry plant plant based protein source of fibre, gluten free does not bode well. Um, and the description on the back says protein oat bar with peanut butter flavoured topping and peanuts. Yeah, let's get into it. Fifty grams. How Chief. much? How much? What percentage of oats is this bar? Do you think? I'm gonna say. 63. Nope, 24. <laughs> and what percentage, the only other percentage on here is what percentage is the peanut butter flavour coating? I'm, I'm going to guess it's going to be low because you have a slight menacing tone in your voice. I'm going to say 8. 14. Right. Now, now, now. <laughs> Still quite um, low. I'm a little bit worried that it says peanut butter flavour coating and not peanut butter coating. That is, yeah, that's that's a bit of a giveaway. That's a red flag, I think they say in the dating world. Yes, yes, it's kind of like when you see ingredients or, or um, that say natural flavouring. Yeah. So I read a book. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I read a book by this uh, Dr. Jenny Goodman. I think her name is. She's uh, wrote a really good book called "Staying Alive in Toxic Times," and she says generally avoid products that say natural flavouring because she because she says I'll tell you what a natural flavouring is: crude oil. That's a natural flavouring. <laughs> It could, I mean, I think it means you think it means oh, that's healthy, that's natural flavoring. No, natural flavoring can be anything. Yeah, like, I was, I, was, I remember the first, the first sort of uh, in this kind of realm of language around food was when um, I, decided, I, I, I kind of realised it actually wasn't that long ago. This guy's how sort of stupid I am. The orange juice and orange juice drink. Yes, <laughs> yeah. very, very, <laughs> yes, very different things. Very, very different things. Yeah. Sunny delight to uh, Tropicana, kind of. Yeah. You know, that's that's the gulf we have there. Yes, yes. Um, now you don't see Sunny Delight around much anymore, do you? That was a big craze back in the nineties. Yeah, I think it. I think it sort of led banned. to a lot of it got banned, did it? 
I was going to say something possibly defamatory that could have got the show sued and <laughs> off the air. Um, and so, no longer in the number one spot, so don't no, say it. No, but I am going to desk research what happened yeah. to Sunny Delight. Please do, please do. You can tell yeah. us next week or later in the show if you're bored during this show. Um, I bet you can still get it in America. Oh, for sure. They sell anything over there. Yeah, yeah. They don't it. care. Um, Beautiful country. So... Yeah, so uh, just uh, quickly sidebarring, uh, she also said that doctor also said avoid emulsifiers in food because that is effectively a a ingredient which lets water and oil mix, which they do not want to do. So if it's got an emulsifier in the ingredients, that is something bad. Uh, and oh. also if it's an ingredient that you can't read uh, because it's got a complex name, then avoid that as well. But anyway, uh, we're not here to talk about good health. We're here to talk about penis-based snacks. Let's have a go. <laughs> Have a go. While you're chewing, Chief, I'm just going to sort of describe mm. what's in the background of the picture. It oh, seems like you've, got, you've got some kind of cardboard or chalk, uh, cork-based ashtray um, <laughs> there. Um, I, I'm gonna, can I say drink coaster rather than ashtray? Oh, okay. oh yeah, 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 that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. some sort right. of delicious biscuit. Uh, what I do love about your um, always in the background of your shots is this kind of um, British racing green see-through sellotape <laughs> dispenser. <laughs> yeah. It, it's a constant it's like the constant in your life i'll tell you um, why I love it. it is i can't do without it because yeah. it's for comics it's for taping down comic flaps oh uh, okay on the, oh, on the wow. bag that yeah, the comic yeah. goes in yeah yeah and the other thing in the foreground i'm going to guess it's either one of two things and mm. the first thing i mean the first thing i'm going to guess but i know it's not is the snooker chalk but i just want to say that, ah, it's, just got that it's got that but hell I, think of a guess. I think it is uh, a block of blue tack with fingerprints in I'm telling you, people, I'm telling you, investigative journalist right here. <laughs> if, if, you, if you ever need a man to do some to do some PI work, then you call up Parky via this yeah. show. Yeah. Uh, and Thanks, we'll Chief. get him on the case for you. Yes, Thanks, that is indeed a block of blue tack that I have shaped into a block and then kind of put uh, a thumbprint on each of the six sides. Yeah. And if you did little dim, uh, dimples. If you did need a quick reach, um, a mock snooker chalk yeah, for some there reason, go. then you go. You yeah, go if to, you're you filming, go you're doing a little skit or a short movie, and yeah. you know you haven't got one to hand. Boom! There you go. There you go. I love it. I love it. That's great, Chief. Um, so anyway, tell me about no. the, the Trek peanut uh, flapjack. Fraser, Fraser, Fraser. Um, I am not a fan of this. Um, you mean friend of the show, Fraser? Yeah, yeah. No, I like Fraser. I'm not a fan of this Trek bar. <laughs> um, but you mean you like friend of the show, Fraser? Yeah, 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 for sure. Okay. Um, He's no longer Fraser. He's no longer just Fraser. Um, he is friend of the show, Fraser. He is defined now yeah. by his love of talking nuts. Well, he wanted to join friend of the show, Andy, who's always writing to us. Um, yeah. So listen, this I'll give it this. It's very oaty. I'd say, there's, I'd say they said 24% oats. I, say, I call bullshine on that. That's about 80% oats, I'm saying. They've downplayed the oats. Um, so the oatiness is good. However, its main detractor, the peanut butter flavour topping. No, no, no. Yeah, this isn't a show called Talking Oats. No, no, no. We don't talk oats um, on this show. But it tastes like baked peanut butter. Okay. It tastes like peanut butter flavouring and not peanut butter. So Yeah, which is um, what it says in the packet, eh? Yeah, I mean, I suppose they're true. They're true to their word. Because yeah, um, they have to be. Yeah. So let's <laughs> let's score it up. Um, as a snack, I mean, I hadn't had breakfast. I'm quite hungry, so it's satisfying a little bit of a need there. A little bit too sweet as well. A little bit too sweet. That's come from the uh, the crude oil in it, probably. So I am, <laughs> as a snack, I'm going to give it five out of ten. As a peanut-based snack. I'm really not getting a strong... I'm going to give it 2 out of 10. And as a Peanuts comic-based comic strip, whatever term <laughs> we use for that, that we've all forgotten because it's been so long, um, there's nothing in here. Nothing in here that suggests no. Peanuts. So it's, it's a zero. Zero. Okay, that's fair enough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, all right. There you go. Yeah. There you go. But you've got your protein. You've got your 9 grams of protein. Have you finished it or are you only about halfway through? Uh, I'm about uh, about three quarters through. Cool. My favourite thing about that whole skit was 
<laughs> finding out what emulsifier was. I right. love that. Yeah. I absolutely love that. Yeah. 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 There you yeah. go. There you go. Okay. We both do desk research. Uh, <laughs> now, listen, 1952 November. Thoughts yeah. for this one? Can well, you remember it? Have you, have you, did you do a little catch-up read, or is it when you read it two weeks ago? I have done, I have done a wee catch-up read, and um, I think when I first read it, before I went away, I gave it, it was around a six, six and a half. Right. Um, and uh, when I come back, I've, I've, I've upped it to a seven. I, I find if you were to kind of look at um, when I read the comic strips, if I've yes. if I've read them after a while, like they, it, it just brings. I mean, it's just like natural. It's like you know, it's quite yeah. common sense, really. It's uh, I loved it. I I, I really love this month. Um, I was when I was writing down the strips that I wanted to talk about. I tell you, I had first, second, fourth, fifth, ninth, eleventh, fifteenth. I've got like loads. Nineteenth wow. to the twenty second. The first. What I loved about this month. Okay, there's a few things. Yes. I like the fact that we have um, the. I think what I think is the first four month four day run of storyline yes um and it comes towards the second half um yep. where lucy's playing games with charlie brown Correct. love that um uh, he's shops has really kind of gone into something there he's taking this away as each each strip is like almost completely isolated from the next one yep um there's been a couple of kind of run-ons previously but uh, that was like yeah four days full in it um well so like, i love well we've got the the first I know um, Violet's done it before, but we've got the first Lucy pulling the football away from Charlie Brown. Yes. Um, which I think is, uh, obviously, it's just you know, one of the, the best on-running jokes that we have um, in the Peanuts series. Um, and I also, I think it's the first time we hear Lucy use the word fuss budget. Um, right, which okay. I th- yeah, which I think is, um, I think that's kind of a constant um, Yes, and yes. It, it provoked a bit of desk research, which I'll go into a bit later. Okay, um, I can tell you that is because we do also this week have uh, our guest reviewers come back in. Uh, little mini chief Evelyn has decided she wants to pop on and talk about some strips uh, after she enjoyed right. herself in the last episode. And yeah. I can tell you, yes, that Fuss Budget does reappear quite a lot because we have been reading. She wants to have it uh, as a bedtime story every night. And so we are now just about to close out 1956 in our. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I love it. Yeah. What, what are your thoughts on the month, Chief? Yeah, I like this one. I don't think there was any uh, potential stinkers in there at all. Uh, I think there were some definite classics, that, the likes of which you've mentioned. So, yeah, I think. I think I will go maybe uh, a 6.75. Wow. <laughs> so if we're going to have 100, that's a 67. You've brought in the decimal in, yeah. in an out of a 100 yeah. rating. But yes, I, the bringing in the decimal, I am bringing in percentages. Wow. Okay, so 60, 67.5%. Yeah. Um, that's that's good. That would get you. That's a high two one. If um, if this months of peanut strips was a yes. was a, a, a dissertation for yes. Yes. the university. Wow. Now listen. Right. Before we go into talk about individual strips, uh, it's probably time for us to go USA back in the day. Back in the day, everything just seemed so easy. Kids could play outside and life, it sure was breezy. Box carts, golfing, phonograms, and awful pitching. Old Charlie Brown, he was shaking with lots of twitching. Now we got the TikTok, the X. And the Instagram age modern society just seems to be full of damage. Looking back in time, it sure was a different era. Dogs with tricked out houses and a TV antenna. USA back in the day, let me hear you say. USA back in the day, it was light and gay. USA back in the day, let me hear you say so. Let's look back at the USA from back in the day. I love the new theme music, by the way. Okay. <laughs> That's okay. like a few minutes. <laughs> a few minutes of airtime, we don't have to fill with idle chatter. Right, 19th, November 1952, Chief. It was pretty pivotal month. Um, in right. late 1952, <laughs> is what I would say. Okay. There's um, <laughs> so right. Uh, so the three things I have from 1952, which so happened to be coincidentally the three things that are mentioned in 
in Wikipedia. So, <laughs> November 1952, the USA detonates the first hydrogen bomb. Now, can you can you guess what the name of this hydrogen bomb was? They gave this bomb a name. Okay, uh, a female name. I'm saying it's a male name. And like I said, with... a male name. <laughs> And it starts with the letter M. N, yes, N for Norman. Uh, M for. Yeah, that's what I said, M. You're mishearing me. M. <laughs> M for Mormon. M. M. It's Mike. No, Mike. Yes! No. Oh, look, it Mike, is. yeah! Mike. Boom, first guess. Mike, amazing. Well done. Yeah, they named this bomb, which could probably wipe out most of the earth, Mike. Um, now. On linked to this, I guess I guess it's linked because it's American history. <laughs> um, is that President Eisenhower or Eisenhower yes. wins the uh, the presidential election in November 1952? Right. Now Eisenhower was known as Ike. Yes. So we have Mike and Ike. Ah, isn't that a go. popular candy in America? It is a very popular candy in America. They're pretty good, actually. I don't mind a Mike and Ike. Okay. Um, but there, there you go. So, so any... your next piece of desk research for next week uh, is to find out if Mike and Ike candy is named after the uh, atomic bomb and President Eisenhower. Let's <laughs> tell you if it is. That'd be class. Yeah. And, and, and like any students of American history, if you're struggling to remember um, these two facts for your exam, there you go. You just have to think of Mike and Ike's candy. You're welcome, yes. is what I will say. Um, <laughs> anyway, the third the third one is I think something you might um, you might have heard about. Uh, it's the um, the first time a comic is published, and it's that the, the comic is called Web of Evil. Have you heard of that one? First time a comic is published. The first time, <laughs> I really worded that badly. Yeah. The first time the Web of Evil comic oh. is published. Okay, uh, I do not. Have I? Maybe, maybe. No. Who's it star? I have no idea. I didn't. I didn't desk research that further because um, no. okay. I can't down Warren holes. Uh, one of my bits of desk research for the show that we're going to a bit later. I went down a complete rabbit warren. It's it is okay. it's a nightmare. Yeah. Um, anyway, <laughs> so that okay. was that was the context of this month's uh, of this month's strips. And spoiler: if you haven't read these strips yet, there are no bombs in November 1952 strips. There are no bombs, but there are new comics. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. All right, let's crack into it, Parky. Okay, yeah. Fire away, mate. What you got? Uh, I I mean, I'm going to start on the, second, on the 2nd of November. Yeah. And Lucy playing a gag on Charlie Brown. We saw very early on in the inception of this strip where Charlie Brown was teasing the girls and you'd see the last panel of him running away i get my kicks it keeps me young etc but there has been a trend lately of it being charlie brown chasing lucy the trickster has has been 180 180 degrees uh, reversed here but anyway lucy's looking out the window in the opening peanuts panoramic panel and then in number two she's smiling to the reader and she says this will have to be handled very delicately next panel charlie brown is there playing with a truck looks like a maybe a four by four pickup and Lucy's looking out the window. It snowed last night, Charlie Brown. The next panel, she says, why don't you go down in the basement, get your sled, and make the first slide of the winter, of this winter. And he's like, hmm. And then he's running. He's got his, all his gear on. He's got his kind of uh, hunting cap on. He's put his jacket on. And he says, I'll do it. I'll be the first one. And then he says, open the door, because he's coming running out the front door. And then Lucy opens it. I've been tricked. And I like the fact here in this panel, he's laying down on his sled. He's jumped out of the front door. And his plan is to slide down the path, which should be covered in icy snow. But in the air, he's realised, oh, no, there's no snow. And he says, I've been tricked. And then the next panel, screech, as the sled just comes to an abrupt halt. Now, I'm not sure how this happened. I don't think it's, like, magnetised and it would just literally land on the ground and stop. But anyway, he has gone over. He's going to need some dental work there because he's kind of gone <laughs> face first into the ground. And last panel, he's chasing Lucy. She's in her Michael Johnson uh, running pose. He's got a more traditional <laughs> leaning forward pose. And he says, and she says, sometimes I get the best of that old Charlie Brown. <laughs> I love that the, the penultimate frame is just class. The one where he's got his head. 
<laughs> he's got the flat mouth and the flat eyes. And yeah, he's, I mean, he's eating a lot of dirt there, isn't he? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. He, I mean, Screech, as it says. In, yeah. yeah. In that, what I love as well is like, um, she said to him, it snowed last night, Charlie Brown, and he's sitting like four feet from the window. Yeah. Like, but he's not going to check. Not, no, he he no. trusts implicitly what Lucy says. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. yeah funny one that. I found, I found, I think last, last week or last month, whatever, I said that I was starting to, starting to kind of find Lucy a bit less annoying. Now, this month, I, I, I found her annoying again, I think. I <laughs> right. But apart from, uh, there's a couple of strips where she wasn't, and this was one of them, and I, re- I really enjoyed this one. Yes. Yes. Oh, I'm just going to take it back before you go into the next oh, one. Oh, please do. I, yeah. I just, yeah. just want to go back to the 1st of November because this is a, I think I wouldn't call it a running theme, but I think it's happened the last. So it's two years out of three now, um, um, and every year he's done Halloween Schultz because he didn't do he didn't do Halloween in nineteen fifty. He marked it in fifty one. Nineteen fifty two he's marked it as well. Yes. Um, and obviously we now know peanuts is obviously it's it's quite synonymous with with Halloween. You know the Great Pumpkin that sort of thing. Um, but what I love is, is this year and last year, and I've really built this up because it's not really that great, is that <laughs> I think well, I think quite often he puts his best Halloween strip on November 1st. Um, right. And I really, I mean, we've got on, we talked about it on the 30th of October. He is the, we got Lucy does the, the, the Charlie Brown feed joke. Is yeah, which one is pumpkin. you and which one's the pumpkin? But I do like this one on the 1st of November. So we have... Um, someone who we don't know um, is in a uh, under a sheet like a ghost says boo yes um, however however you say we don't know it and point in fact is no not name che- well I suppose in panel two uh, Patty does name check and the reason uh, uh, she knows that it's Charlie Brown is because the straightness of the sheet going down the side and that could only happen with a man with a massive shvied okay, with a massive yeah, shvied yeah, yeah. No well, a, man, a man whose head shadows his entire body. Yes, yes, yeah, sorry, yeah, exactly. Um, so Charlie Brown says boo to Patty, Patty skipping, and um, he says boo again, and in the second frame, and, and Patty's um, skipping away, says, oh, take that sheet off, Charlie Brown. And in the third frame, she says, Halloween was yesterday, and then we see Charlie Brown say boo again. And then he's sitting, and you just know he's subdued. I don't know whether the, the eyes are kind of drawn slightly off off oval yes um but he doesn't look happy and he just says our laundry didn't come back until today so his only uh, option is to wear a sheet <laughs> because he has no his mother or his father puts the laundry in to be washed so we're also saying he's got no washing machine so they've gone to the laundrette <laughs> and they've taken all of charlie brown's clothes literally oh, everything uh, everything <laughs> buck naked and all the only option he's got is to wear a sheet so rather than stay inside that day, he wants to go out still. <laughs> but I do love the fact that the, the day before, it kind of it runs in the fact that on the 31st, so on the day of Halloween, him and Schroeder are trick-or-treating in kind of what I would consider regular Charlie Brown get-up. I mean, he does yeah. look like he's just walked off the catwalk, as he often does, um, but it is regular get-up for him. Um, yes. But anyway, yeah, I'm a big fan of that, that Halloween one. Yeah, well, what's your next one? Give me another one. So I've got, um, this is a, a sort of simple visual one. I think it's the 4th of November. It, it, well, I don't think I know because it says it. It's the 4th <laughs> of November. Um, it's Linus. Talking of Schvids, I think, would it's you big. say that it's Linus's big. Schvid to body ratio could even be bigger than Charlie Brown's? At this at his at, age, yes. At, at this, this age, time, I think yeah. it is, yeah. 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 I think so that we, will narrow down as he gets older. So, we've, yeah, we've got Charlie, uh, we've got Linus, sorry. He's sitting on a, looks like a, um, a rug. Could be his security blanket. That's what it becomes. Mm. You know, who knows? Um, he's holding a rattle. He's he's making some sort of musical sound. He's got a very low um, forehead um, of hair. Very very well-haired young 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 man. Yes. So he's in the second one, he's playing with his rattle, sitting upright. Um, and again, some musical tunes coming out of him. And then in the third frame, we just see him fall to the side, clunk. And he's just got a question mark. Yeah. And in the last frame, Charlie says, Charlie Brown says, who opened that front door? <laughs> Did you ever have, Chief, in your house, like um, when you were growing up or even as an adult, where you open one door and another door in the house closes? Because yes. it affects, yeah, yeah, I used to love doing that. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 for sure. Yeah. Um, anyway. Okay, uh, I'm going to, because I want to talk about it, I'm going to jump forward. Can we jump forward to the 16th of November? Is that fair? We can, of course we can. Yeah, and this yeah. is the first strip in which Lucy plays the football gag on Charlie Brown. So, Perfect. Sunday strip. Charlie Brown deep squat, uh, Lucy in even deeper squat. 
She has got the uh, old school leather football helmet on. She's holding a football. And Charlie Brown says, all you have to do is hold the ball, Lucy. Then I'll come running up and kick it. <laughs> now, I don't know if Charlie Brown is going to be trying out for a kicker position. He just likes kicking the ball. I don't know if there's someone else retrieving the ball. But anyway, he, he just wants to kick this ball. And he doesn't have a kicking tee to put it onto. So he needs someone to hold it for him. Uh, and then in panel two, he's walking away with a smile on his face. And she says, I don't know if this is such a good idea. Panel three, here he comes running, running, running. She's holding the ball. Last minute, whoop, she's whooped it away from him. He's gone question mark, exclamation mark, and then he's gone womp because he's landed on his back. Now, are we led to believe here that had he indeed kicked the ball, he would have still fallen over? I don't know. So I don't know why he's fallen over. But anyway, next panel, he's on the deck, bleary-eyed, stars around his head, wavy, shaky lines, and she's uh, sitting, squatting next to him. She said... I was afraid your shoes might be dirty, Charlie Brown. I don't want anyone with dirty shoes kicking my new football. Okay. Yeah. Nice to know that Lucy is a football fan, that she's got a new new football. That's cool. Yeah, a fan of the football more than the sport. Which yes, is yes. Yeah, and then yeah. next panel, Charlie Brown is now berating her. Don't ever do that again. Do you want to kill me? This, this time, hold it tight. And then he's got a lot of faith in Lucy because he goes, here we go. And I think he's done a big old run up here as well. He's not just like a three step back, man. He's like a 10 no. paces. Uh, mm. And then this time she's clamped her. She's got a, a finger of steel here because she has clamped that ball down so hard into the ground. So much pressure as Charlie Brown's come running in. He's kicked it with a thump and he has done a <laughs> somersault. He has gone. He's gone right <laughs> over. He's about to land head first onto the ground. Now, this time she's done the question mark. He's done the exclamation mark. Last panel, she's smiling. She said, I held it real tight, Charlie Brown, as if she's done the right thing. He's on his back and he says, I'm not going to get up. I'm going to lie here for the rest of the day. <laughs> Defeated. Do you think... Now, I love, um, I, lo I love the first frame. So if I'd been reading this on the 16th of November, 1952, and you don't have the context of, we've now got, like... 48 years of this gag yeah um so i think that first frame now is funnier than it would have been in in november 1952 because you know and it's just like it just sets the whole gag up perfectly because yes. you know what's coming all you have to do is hold the ball lucy then i'll come running up and kick it yeah. and that's something it. there is not going to go right in that so, sentence exactly and you and and, and so I'm, I'm wondering like do, and, uh, do you think that when charles schultz wrote this gag that he knew that this was going to be an ongoing gag for the rest of for the rest of the peanuts, um, the rest of the peanuts fifty years epoch. Uh, I think he thought he could get maybe two or three out of it. Yeah, uh, and then I think he realised after that. Wait a minute, I've got something here. Yeah, yeah, it's cracking. It's just cracking, and it's just that he keeps falling for it. Like he he like Charlie Brown says in this one frame. That could have killed me. I mean, it wouldn't have done. But, you know, he's exaggerating, but yeah, he goes back. You know, he's risk. Yeah. He's risking death. Yeah. Um, to trust Lucy. Wants to yeah. kick that goddamn football. Yeah. You'd think Class. he'd get someone else. Get Shermie or Linus in to hold it for him. <laughs> Maybe Lucy's the only one with the ball in town. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Well, yeah. And Violet had one as well. Oh yes, but, of course. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. I mean, he needs to get someone a bit more. Someone he can needs trust. Yeah, One of the yeah. the girls who isn't so mean. Yeah, um, or Snoopy or something, yeah. Or Snoopy, yes. I think Snoopy has a bit of a mean streak. Yes. I think, yes. yeah. You can, just, you can just picture Snoopy laughing. <laughs> um, I'm going to go back to the 5th of November. Yep. Because um, it re it's a bit of an ongoing one. I, th I think the first time we saw it was maybe last month or the month before. Yes. Where we see that Charlie Brown has a sort of humour where he, he likes the pun. Yes. Um, now, your, and... I'm going to tell you right now, your favourite bit about this strip is the pencil behind his ear. I love a pencil behind the ear. Yeah. <laughs> How did you know? <laughs> what I love as well is like having a pencil behind the ear and then not being able to find my pencil when I need it. That's it. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then eventually you've got two pencils behind the ear. Uh, behind a uh, pencil behind each ear, even. Um, but anyway, so this I'd is like the. I'd like to see uh, a man with two pencils behind one ear. <laughs> or a woman. <laughs> I'm going to do it. Yeah, do it. Um, so this is the. Yeah, this is the. I'll tell you when I used to love to have a pencil behind the ear was when I was playing golf um, because, right. you know, golf is often seen as this kind of, like this, golf is often seen as this like posh 
white middle class sport, which I guess it is. Yeah. Um, and having a pencil behind the ear is considered kind of like this sort of working class bit I'm blue a, collar. I'm a builder, bit blue collar. So you're, you're sort of kind of juxtaposing yeah. the working class. So you've got a pencil behind the ear while you're playing golf. Um, yeah, for some reason, you just love that chief. <laughs> right. Then I'd come to score my score my uh, hole, and I won't be able to find my pencil. That's it. Yeah. That's yeah. It. Anyway, so anyway, we're here. It's the fifth of the eleventh, and uh, we have Charlie Brown. And we have Patty. Patty's playing with a doll. She's sitting on the ground. Charlie Brown, pencil behind the ear. Interesting, he's got the the uh, the, the lead facing backwards. Um, yes. And so he's got the pencil behind the ear and he's showing a bit of paper to Charlie, to, to, to Patty. And he's saying, how would you like to read a comic strip I just drew? Um, and so he's now sitting behind Patty and pointing to the bits. And he says, see, this fella pulls up in front of the zoo with his truck full of animals and says got gnus for you <laughs> which i thought was funny g-n-u-s Brown's, as in yeah g-n-u-s gnus what's the type of antelope is it or a gazelle i, I should have desk researched that but i didn't it is some sort of yeah some sort of buffalo slash antelope based quadruped <laughs> and then he's staring intently at patty saying get it which is obviously you love that when you're trying to understand a joke and you've got the person saying get it um <laughs> anyway and then he walks off and he says right when it comes when it comes right down to it my type of humor is too subtle for the comic strips um do you reckon that might be a self-referential gag there for maybe some of schultz's jokes that don't quite land i'm not maybe, too sure maybe what i do like i've just noticed is the format of paper that he's written it on he has written it on a landscape particularly wide piece of paper much in line with the peanut strip itself that's true eh? yeah yeah i like that So he's well. written it as a comic strip not as a you know a, a, a traditional sized uh comic that opens yeah. out it's just a, a flat paneled comic strip so yeah well done yeah, charlie yeah. brown well done charlie brown yeah i like that one I like that one very good uh let's talk about your fuss budget one then go on then so on the 7th of November, Charlie Brown's sitting on the pavement. Lucy's there. She says, my mother thinks I'm wonderful. And then Charlie Brown, uh, he, he, I think he's about to go for a run because, look, he's, he's limbering up. He's holding his knee into his chest. There. He's doing a stretch. Uh, yeah, he is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he says, I imagine she does, Lucy. And Lucy says, she thinks I'll be a cinch to win the title. And then he says, what title? And Lucy looks at him and says, Miss Fuss Budget of 1952. And Charlie Brown, the fourth panel, says, Your mother is a shrewd judge of character, Lucy. And Lucy says, She thinks I'm wonderful. I love it. So this is so we can enter here into the um, to the things that I desk researched this month, Chief, in the yes. peanuts. Because one, one of the things I, I desk researched was uh, Fuss Budget, or Miss Fuss Budget, to see whether it was an actual title it wasn't no. um it is something that has been created by charles schultz which is great he's a he is a legend of the language yep. um but what i did find out is that in 1996 someone did write a book called little miss fuss budget um right. and there's one of them for sale on amazon for, for 83 pounds hardcover wow. if you're interested i know that's got to be a good book um i'm just wondering whether they ripped it off from um, from peanuts but anyway fuss budget becomes kind of a, it becomes kind of quite a regular thing that um lucy says um i think for for the next 50 years yeah um for sure yeah there's a few firsts in this anyway the other thing i desk researched and this is what got me into a lot of kind of um mischief not mischief so much but like down a time, rabbit time warren. suck yeah oh my word so there is some it's the um it's the 29th of november yep clearly a saturday um, so we have Shermy. I like to bring this strip up because it's got Shermy in it, and I'm, you know, I'm starting to miss Shermy a little bit. Well, Shermy with his old school haircut, and you're like, what are you talking about, Chief? Because uh, you will find later on that he has a haircut. Haircut. He has a revamp. Yeah, he has a revamp. <laughs> but anyway, yes. So he says he's with Snoopy. He's got a ball. He says, here, Snoopy, catch the ball. Um, throws it, um, but now he's got his arms on his his. his fists on his hips and he says well now what's the matter with you because snoopy won't move charlie brown comes into scene with his flash jacket and he says tomorrow today is saturday um and then he says he feels it's his day off and yeah. then so snoopy just sort of walks off so what i guess researched here was i mean what are you just researching here go on who the has, origin of saturday no who has the day of rest on a saturday so ah. you know so it's is snoopy a follower of a particular religion 
Um, so, uh, and this is what went down a ra- like an absolute rabbit hole. Because, oh dear, okay. Yeah, the easiest I'll one sit is... sit back is, and listen here. It seems... To, <laughs> I'm not going to go too much into it for okay. fear of offending large swathes of, of, of the human race. Um, but Jude, Jude, I mean, Judaism is the most famous that has a Sabbath on a Saturday. It's like yep. sundown from Friday to sundown on Saturday. So, you know, Snoopy here doesn't drive, sure as shit, doesn't chase bulls. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and also uh, some aspects of Christianity. I think Protestantism has the Saturday as a Sabbath. Um, Samaritans. Um, there is something in Islam um around the sabbath and it's more like they saw that when you know islam came in a bit after judaism so they saw that the judaism had this day of rest so they have this day of prayer i think but it's kind of on a friday rather than a saturday right. anyway i didn't quite understand i've probably messed up a whole load of stuff here probably i'll have, I'll have our, you know we've probably got quite a big theologian listenership um with our podcast so if anyone has can clear up um, the day of rest, the Saturday day of rest in five lines. That would be class. I'll be happy to read it. Anyway, but that's the desk research that I got yes. done this, this month. Yes. Now listen, there's a knock on the door there, Parky. I've got a guest, uh, guest reviewer coming in. Oh, that's right. We've got a guest coming in the studio right now, and it is Evie. How are you? Hi. Are you doing good? Yeah. Excellent. Uh, so you've come to talk some, about some more peanut strips. Right, so November 1952, um, what's the first one you want to talk about? Um, the 8th of November. Yeah, what's happening here? So um, Lucy and Patty are sitting next to each other and Lucy says, I don't want to take a nap. And then Patty says, your mother knows best, Lucy, go ahead. Then Lucy says, no, I don't want to take a nap. And then they start walking off. And Patty says, don't be that way, naps never hurt anyone. And Lucy says, mine do, I always fall out of bed. <laughs> I suppose it would hurt if you fell out of bed. Yeah. Do you fall out of bed? Uh, no. No, no, not anymore. I think maybe when you were younger you did. So uh, what do you like about this one? I think uh, Lucy at the start looks very sad, she's crying. Yeah, she yeah. just doesn't want to take a nap. No, no, no. So maybe they could do something to maybe put some barriers up on the side of her bed or something. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, that's a good one. She does have a cot that has barriers. I've, ah. seen, I've seen her bed. Yes, you're right. some you're, of the strips. You're quite right. Let's look at the next one. And the next one I want to talk about is the 11th of November. Yes. So, Charlie Brown and Snoopy are sitting on either side of a fire. Yep. Charlie Brown is humming something. Mm-hmm. So it's like a bonfire, isn't it? They're outside, yeah, like a campfire. A, yeah, it's like a campfire. And then he's got a sausage. He puts a sausage on a stick. He yep. sticks the stick through the fire, not actually in the fire, oh right to Snoopy's nose. <laughs> he eats the hot dog and goes smack, smack. And Charlie Brown pulls the fork back out and thinks, huh? Where's my sausage gone? <laughs> <laughs> he's made a few mistakes there. I think, number one, yeah. when you're cooking food on a campfire, you don't actually put it in the flame you put no. it like above the flame, don't you? Yeah, or near the flame. Or near the flame. So that's his first mistake. His second mistake is he put it through the fire <laughs> and he didn't actually like put it near the fire. No. He didn't actually put the sausage in the fire. No, so. no. And Snoopy wasn't expecting that. No, Snoopy wasn't expecting a sausage to poke through the fire no. for him to eat. Do you think Charlie Brown assumes it's just dropped off into the fire? Or hmm. what do you think? Does he suspect um, Snoopy? Well, he looks very, he looks very confused. Like he has, in the last three strips, he has no mouth yes. at all. Yes. Well, I suppose he's got his tongue out. He's got his concentration tongue in the first panel. Yeah, as he's putting the sausage on the floor. And in the last three, you're right. He's just got no mouth expression at all. No. Just he looks the same. Kind and then of Snoopy's thing. got the satisfied tongue coming out of his mouth in the last one. Yeah. <laughs> it is a funny one. It is a poor old Charlie Brown. I wonder how many more sausages he's got in his bag. Is the next one the 14th, I think. 14th, yeah, okay. Yeah. So, Charlie Brown is standing in front of Patty, who is sitting on a step. Yep. Charlie Brown says, do you want to hear a secret? And Patty says, sure. Promise you don't tell anyone, Charlie Brown says. I promise, Patty answers. And Charlie Brown goes, psst, 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 psst. He's whispering in her ear, yeah? Yeah, whispering in her ear. Yep. And then... Patty oh. goes off shouting, 
Hey, Violet, you should hear what Charlie Brown just told me. And Charlie Brown is just in the corner looking at... Ah! And he's off the ground. Is he? Yeah, oh, no, yeah, he's, he's off the ground. <laughs> he's off the ground going... Ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... Basically, he trusted Patty there, and literally, as soon as she saw Violet... Hey, Violet, you should hear what Charlie Brown just told me. Off she was running. <laughs> mm. What's the lesson there? Only tell secrets to people you trust, or... Mm. Or is Charlie Brown just a bit gullible? He will trust anyone, <laughs> I think. Mm. I don't know. It's a funny one, but it... do you think it was a big secret? Because he looks very worried there in panel four. Yeah, mm. looks very, very worried. Like, ah, I'm jumping off the ground. Yeah, yeah, interesting. And, hey, look, I've spotted something here. Something very strange. What? Very strange. What? Is Charlie Brown wearing a long sleeve T-shirt there? What? It looks I... like a long sleeve. I've not seen that long sleeve one before. No. Have you? Is it a first? Oh, could be. Very interesting. A long sleeve, yellow, black striped jumper. Hmm. Maybe that's his secret, that he's got <gasps> a new jumper and he's never going to wear the T-shirt again. Uh, but hmm. I think I've seen him after this without... Yeah, so I think he then, after she told the secret, he's like, right, fine, I'll go back to the T-shirt. Anyway, anyway, nice to have you on, uh, Evelyn. Do you think you'll come back and give us another guest spot sometime? Okay. Perfect. Uh, we will see more from Evelyn in a future episode. Thank you very much. What was your plans for today? Anything interesting? Not really. No? Okay. All right. We'll see you next time then. Bye. Bye. Excellent to have you in, Evelyn. Thank you very much. Maybe you'll join us for a future episode. Now, she pulled out a few bangers there. Uh, I do want to quickly touch on, let's, let's, let's talk about the 11th there, Parky, because that is a good one. Because yeah. when... It is, Charlie... a, it is literally a banger, Chief. <laughs> it's literally a banger because in the UK, we would call sausages bangers. We do bangers call them and bangers. mash. Bangers and, and mash. The thing I like about this one is Charlie Brown, how he's just got no perception or judgment of how long that fork is. <laughs> <laughs> All he's doing is heating up the middle of the fork. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um, what is he doing? It's, it's a good strip. It's a good strip. And it, also, is a, it is a good strip, yeah. yeah. I, I really, how I, I, I do you think really he did fun. it again? Do you think he's like, oh, I'll try that again. Well, it must have fallen in the fire. I'll try yeah, that again. Yeah. I anticipate him doing it like three or four times. Yeah. I mean, it's essentially a silent strip, isn't it? You see, I mean, he's got him whistling and it's got, it's got like um, Snoopy's exclamation mark when he sees the sausage come through the fire yeah. and straight into his mouth. Yeah. yeah. I love that the fire is completely opaque for Charlie Brown. He can't see through no. like the flames. He can't no. see what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There you I, go. Poor old Charlie Brown. I do love it. And I, do, I think you're right. I do think that immediately... If this strip was to carry on, that same thing would probably happen again. Yes, yes. Yeah, mm. bless him. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you got yes. any more you want to oh, so thank, Thanks, Evie. That was, that was class. Um, always enjoy listening to, um, yeah. to, to, to the strips that you love. Um, so I'm going to pull out... Um, I'm just going to talk about between the 19th and the 22nd, because I mentioned yeah. this at the start, and it's four strips. Um, so sorry if I'm hogging here, but um, no, no, I don't have to go through them all. But it's essentially... Um, we have here four strips that are back to back. They are chronological, yeah. and I think this is the first time that Schultz. I think there's been maybe once or twice where he's had like two chronological strips, but this is four, and it sets off. Um, it starts off on the 19th of November, and it's Charlie Brown and Lucy, and they're playing, I guess, checkers, um, drafts, um, whatever you want to call it. And um, it follows on from last month where Lucy just seems to beat Charlie Brown quite a lot and here we see how many times she has beaten Charlie yes. Brown this is incredible so first strip we Charlie Brown sitting on the floor the checkers board in front of him Lucy's um, uh, jumping for joy on the other side she's saying I won again I won again and she says that makes 2023 straight games you haven't won any that's an incredible record so like, possibly this book where are you that is yeah that is an incredible record and then she's like, Charlie Brown, has he got his, he's got his uh, 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 chin in his hand there, uh, kind of perplexed? And she's saying, shall we play one more, Charlie Brown? <laughs> and then she says, this will give you a chance to get back at me. Obviously quite sarcastic, really yeah. rubbing his nose in the fact that he's rubbish. Yeah. Um, I love the fact as well that Charlie Brown's face is pretty expressionless. He's got no mouth. Like he's, he's just, he's quite dumbfounded that oh, he's yeah, being... I can't believe it. 
yeah, he's being given the runaround here um, by um, by a person who is like, well, was considerably younger than him, but is obviously growing up at a, a faster pace. Anyway, yeah, I feel like the one person you don't want to lose to is Lucy. Oh my words! Could you imagine? Um, I tell you, who's not good at winning either is is Patty, is she? Um, no. Ch- I mean, Charlie Brown's pretty useless at ball games, is what I think we're gonna we, 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 we're starting to understand here. Yeah. Um, anyway, so day after twentieth of November. Um, similar, Charlie Brown sitting in front of the checkers board. And this time he's got a frown. Lucy again is jumping up and down. I won again, I won again. Yep. Um, and then she says to him, that last stupid play of yours made it a cinch, Charlie Brown. Just think, I won again, I won again. And he's like, sigh. And then she comes back and she says, aren't you happy for me? <laughs> and then next day, so we've got the 21st of November, same again, Charlie yeah. Brown sitting with the checkers board in front of him, exclamation mark, puzzled as to what's happened. I mean, this is like 23,000, whatever it is, 2,300. Yeah. Um, but it's not because we've obviously moved on a little bit here. She's like, I won again, I won again. Charlie Brown's got like a really red, I guess it's quite an angry face now. And she says, that makes it 3,000 straight games. <laughs> so in two days, um, she's won 700 games. Yeah. Um <laughs> Which is quite remarkable, <laughs> quite a remarkable losing streak, um, and then, <laughs> and then Charlie Brown says, after three thousand defeats, yep. his one reaction is rats, <laughs> and then she's like rats, and then in the fourth frame as she walks away, well if that's the way you're going to act when you lose, I quit, but she doesn't quit, and in the twenty second of November, fourth day in a row, we see Lucy playing drafts against Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown looking at the board with a sort of sense of shock on his face. He's yes. like, did I win? Lucy sitting down cross-legged. I did, didn't I? I finally won a game. I can't believe it. And then in the third frame, he's like, I've never been so happy in all my life. Wow. And then Lucy switched from cross-legged to rancher relaxo. I just let you win because I felt sorry for you. Um, it's okay. always better to know the truth, she says. Yeah. I mean, if you're if you've won three thousand games in a row, there's no chance involved there, is there? You are literally no. just better. Yes. Um, and yeah. Anyway. So anyway, like that, four 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 frames in a row. Um, yeah. I, I I think I said that I found Lucy quite annoying in this. Maybe I didn't. Maybe actually I, I quite liked her in this month. <laughs> I'll take that back, Lucy. The Lucy, if you're listening, I apologise. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Very good. Um, yeah. I've got, I've got one more here. I mean, we could talk about quite a few of these. I've got one more here that I am going to talk about on November the 9th. And this is a Sunday strip in the panoramic opening panel. Charlie Brown is mad. And he actually says, you girls made me so mad. And he's got some toys strewn around the floor. Violet in the background says, well, you don't have to stay here if you don't like us, you know. Next panel, Violet comes up. Charlie Brown is on the lowest chair in the world. And <laughs> she is pointing to him. She says, nobody asked you to come over, Charlie Brown. And then you see him in the next panel, he's walking. He says, all right, if that's the way you two feel, I'll take all my toys and go home. Next panel, he says, I'll take my horseshoe game and my records. And he says, and I'll take my new comic books. And all of these books are mine, you know. And then he says, and I'll take my toy soldiers and my sailboat and my dump truck and my skates and he's building a pile and he's like i didn't realize i've bought over so much stuff next panel walking out the house um and uh, patty says you've been carrying things out of here for half an hour now and charlie brown says and you know what i'm not mad anymore but my main (laughs) point of reference here is my main talking point is they never asked him over in the first place and it took him half an hour to get all this stuff out so he must have just rocked up to their house and then just made multiple trips, bringing stuff in and out of their house. They'd be like, "What's this guy doing?" <laughs> I, I love, I love the the, the the speech bubble that really made me laugh when I first read this. Is I didn't realise I brought over so much stuff. <laughs> just kept carrying stuff into her house. He wasn't even invited. Yeah, I love it. The dramatic exit. There's no, there's, there's few things funnier, I think, in comedy sometimes than yeah. than the prolonged dramatic exit. Yeah, you just want to walk out, slam the door, and you're gone. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, very funny strip. It's a good one. Love it's this one. one. Yeah, yeah, good month, Chief. Yeah, yeah, a solid month. I might up that uh, six point seven five up to a seven, up to a seventy percent. Boom! I brought you up. I brought you up to me. You did. That's you did. good. You did. And this. Yeah. So next month is the last month 
of the first edition of the Cannondale books. Ah, yes, um, Cannon Gate books, even. Cannon Gate. <laughs> Cannondale. Good mountain bikes, Cannondale. Right. Don't, they don't make good peanut strips, though. They don't. Yeah, and you have the next one, which is good. Now, if you take off the dust jacket of uh, that book you've got, you'll see on the back there is a picture of Lucy with a Miss Fuss Budget trophy she's holding. Oh, my word. I never knew there that there were... Is this the same with this dust jacket as well? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Panels. Oh, my God. Yep. Isn't it? Just like a, a, treat little, bit inside. Of ex- a little bit of exploration can yep. really open up the world to you, can't it? There you go. Oh, my God. Yeah. You're loving it. Oh, your day's about 20% yeah. better now. My God, look at all the different. Yeah. Oh, if anyone's got the Canon Gate books, yep. yeah, please take off the sleeve and look at take this. The I love the di- the different iterations of Charlie Brown on that first one. They're just yeah. fantastic. Frame that frame, the middle one, bottom yes. middle one, and the front one. Frame that frame. That's frame that class frame. Charlie Brown. Yeah. Frame yeah. that frame. Very good, very good. Now, good we work, will Chief. be discussing December 1952 next week. Join us, same Peanuts time, same Peanuts channel. But before we actually close it out, let's have a look at, uh, see if we've got any correspondence. Uh, let me have a look. We talk peanuts at gmail.com if you want to get in touch with us. Um, now then, when was the last time we recorded? Did we it talk? It was. Um, yeah. Now, we had, there was a one here from Mark on the 31st of January. Did we talk about that one last week? No, I don't think we did. No, no. Hey, 100% of the Talking Peanuts presenters. Uh, sorry, of the talking that's presented. I was just listening to the latest step where Chief notes the ranking of the sports strips. Golf in the lead with baseball a close second and ice hockey a long way back in third. It occurred to me that one of the most iconic elements of peanuts is the image of Charlie Brown trying to kick an American football. So interesting that the sport is not yet making the podium on your rankings. Well, Mark, that's all changed this week, buddy. So thank you for that one. And then... Friend of the show, Andy, has written in saying, Hi, Chief and Parky. Hope you're both keeping well. Great show this week. Each episode just gets better and better. Last week, I didn't get a chance to write. During the week, I was extremely busy with work. Then at the weekend, the current Mrs. Morris... Uh, the current Mrs. Morris... I mean, there's a future one planned. <laughs> I love that. Or a past one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, wanted to go shopping. Uh, we're getting our bedroom redecorated. I need us to look at carpet and beds and stuff. For a brief moment, I thought about market, Facebook Marketplace, but thankfully your helpful warnings were heeded and we were spared the horrors of that place. <laughs> oh, I God. followed another piece of advice from the podcast and went on to YouTube earlier to look for The Castle, a oh, movie wow. that we talked about uh, on a previous episode. I couldn't find the full movie, but I watched a few clips and it does look pretty funny. If it ever comes on TV, I'll make sure to watch. As I'm writing, this is a Friday afternoon and I've finished all the main things I needed to do. I thought I'd immerse myself in a little desk research following the calls for reasons why Charlie Chaplin was banned from the US after his trip to the UK. I've learned some stuff. Charlie Chaplin came to the UK to promote his film Limelight in September 1952. But while he was away, the FBI decided to investigate him due to fears he was a communist sympathiser. If he returned to the US, he'd have to submit to an interview and ace and and oh should we face possible jail time president hoover had disliked chaplin for years due to his anti-war views and after he appealed to the u.s to make peace with hitler's germany rather than war he did eventually return after being away for 20 years wow so there you that's go that's great stuff yeah, so yeah, yeah. good desk research there andy if you want to be like research. the heroes andy uh, uh mark or even friend of the show fraser you can do that by getting in touch with us talking I've forgotten the, the, the bloody email address already. What is it? It's uh, <laughs> it's we talk peanuts. That's right at uh, gmail.com or talking nuts over on X or talking peanuts over on Instagram. I am going to post the images of me spilling paint down the steps. So please go and do it. I promise. And I'll post pictures. I think I've got some of really old snacks that I haven't posted up. So I'm going to do that today. If I don't do that today, then I will send every listener of the show something uh, from my loft so that's incentive for me to do that <laughs> not the sellotape not the sellotape because i need that yes maybe yeah. the cube of uh, faux chalk but, <laughs> but anyway i've had fun hopefully you've had fun so like i say join us same peanuts time same peanuts channel maybe unless someone has a week off uh, and that is it so uh, it's goodbye from me it's goodbye from parky take care everyone see you later good grief Peanuts, get on the bus. These are the nuts. Peanuts for us. Peanuts, get on the bus. 
These are the nuts, the peanuts for us. Charles Schultz was a man with a vision. Drawing comic strips was his mission. A peanut soon became a newspaper thing. So hot, hotter than a chicken wing. It's all about little kids and the hijinks. We're gonna pull back the curtain and have a glimpse. So grab a drink and some chocolate sprinkled donuts. We're gonna talk about this strip called Peanuts. Peanuts, get on the bus. These are the nuts. Peanuts for us. Peanuts, get on the bus. These are the nuts, the peanuts for us and us. Peanuts, get on the bus. These are the nuts, peanuts for us. Peanuts, get on the bus. These are the peanuts, peanuts, peanuts for us.